You're listening to the Kelly Cotrera Show. Thanks for being here. Do appreciate your time. It is 1219 on this beautiful Tuesday, August 29th, uh, 22 degrees right now. Uh, feels more like 25. As of the end of February, this will be a thing of the past. Because every bet with BetMGM has a potential for greatness. You're listening to the Kelly Cotrera Show. That was Wayne Gretzky. He uh, was in a betting ad. Um Defy the odds. He bet MGM. Bet 99, I think, was the one he was uh, he was representing. Uh, before single events betting, sports betting became legal in Canada. It existed as a gray market and was operated in part by organized criminals. And the gray market, of course, they decide they want to push it out, they being the government. And so they thought we can build a new, safer system and benefit from taxes generated by the industry. Now, in Canada, according to the Canadian Gaming Association, the industry is worth an estimated $14 billion a year. That's a lot. And, of course, there's so many sports betting sites, right? Because this was legalized a year ago. And so they're all fighting to get your bets, to get your money, ultimately. It's a business, right? And they're in the business of making money. And how they do this is they convince you that they're the ones to go with. And, you know, any way they can be convincing, they're going to try and do. It's called persuasion in advertising, right? That's the whole game of advertising is persuading you to invest your money somewhere. And so they're using these sports figures. But as of the end of February, according to the government, today they announced at 10 o'clock this morning, there's a ban. Moshe Lander joins the Kelly Cotrera Show right now. He is sports economist at Concordia University. Welcome to the show. Good to have you back. Hello. Okay, so the, since the province legalized a single-game be- online sports betting just over a year ago, the advertising associated with it has been so prolific, Moisha, that it's been referred to as a tsunami. Can you try and give us an idea of its range? Yeah, it's almost impossible to not see it, right? You go into a stadium, you turn on uh, TV, you uh, see it on the sides of buses. It's everywhere, uh, and because once it's legal, you have two main computer uh, competitors trying to dominate the market. And so it's the more eyeballs you can grab wherever you can grab them, uh, the more that they're going to wrestle for, for who's supreme. Yeah. Um, so this advertising ban is, it's extremely broad. Can you kind of go over who it affects? Yeah. I mean, by trying to ban uh, celebrities or athletes for, from uh, being a part of this, or at least not showing those ads, right? You can still be a part of it. It's just you're not going to be seen uh, in Canada. You know, it, it's really going to start to strike at who exactly is a celebrity then or who exactly is an athlete and, and how, how far does this reach then, right? I come on your show regularly. Does that make me a celebrity? Because if it's not the case, then I could conceivably advertise. But if they label me as a celebrity, then I'm out. Uh, That's you know, interesting. So it's going to become confusing then. Yeah. And all it's going to do is just create new celebrities and, and new stars because they're just going to circumvent then whatever the rules are. Okay, so let's go through it. So the, not only can't you use athletes, both uh, present and past athletes, or retired athletes, as well as ones that are actually uh, right now active, you cannot use celebrities you can't use role models. You can't use social media influencers. You can't use entertainers, cartoon figures, and symbols who would likely be expected to appeal to minors. What what is what do they mean by symbols? Emojis? Yeah. Um, so let's say that I want to use you know the Fido dog, 
right? So he's a celebrity, he's out, um, right? It, it's basically what they're trying to do is, is almost turn it into the equivalent of uh, what you see on cigarettes, right? That you, you want it to become just plain brown packaging. And so the idea is that somehow they realize that, well, uh, gambling generates a lot of money, uh, it's also creating the potential for a lot of social problems. And so they don't want to encourage these social problems by creating anything that might attract the eye uh, to these these websites or to these uh, different companies. And so they're, they're trying to create the broadest sort of uh, restrictions uh, to, to you know, distract the eyes. Okay, so Moshe, I know that they're trying to uh, ban when it comes to advertising the use of celebrities because they don't want to appeal to young people. But when you watch a sporting um, event now, sometimes in the halftime or you know when they stop down between periods, they're talking about betting. the The commentators are talking about the split and you know the odds and such. Like, is that not problematic? Yeah, absolutely. It's problematic, right? Because they're implicitly endorsing betting. Now, while they're not endorsing, say, one particular company over the other. Ah, that's uh, how they get around it. Right. And this is a type of advertising, right? So where you were talking about persuasive advertising, there are, uh, you know, company specific ads where you're trying to promote, say, McDonald's, but there's general ads where you're just trying to promote uh, lifestyle or general well-being. So if you're running a scroll across the bottom of the TV that has the point spread, the over-unders, and who's the favorite, and, uh, if you're running TV shows on your network that are devoted to fantasy football, and uh, that that's advertising the concept of gambling. So it's not one particular company, uh, but that's the gray area, of course. Then what you're going to find is that, let's say that these companies then start going to the networks and saying, we want Wayne Gretzky sitting on that panel then, right? Uh, so that we can get him effectively advertising gambling, even though it's not necessarily... But our- now we've associated him with Bet99. And that's exactly it. And you know what? When he's a private citizen out there, let's say that you see him on the golf course, you're telling me that he can't wear some sort of uh, polo shirt that has that emblazoned on there, and so you start to associate with him. Uh, they're going to find ways around it. It's just... It, it's, it's they're going to have realized- to get clever. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's always that uh, everybody's one step ahead of the government. Once okay. you create rules, you run around. Let me ask you this. How, how is this ban going to affect the online gambling sites where, you look at, I, I do commercials, I voice commercials, not now because uh, we've been locked out. Uh, ACTRA members, the union members have been locked out, and people don't know about this for 16 months now. So the, the voice houses have said, well, you know what, we don't like playing your residuals and such. So what we're going to do is, you know, we'll go with non-union actors, right? Which is essentially the same as scabs, but nobody calls them scabs. But anyways, uh, you know, that's how you make your money. And you will, they will work on an advertising campaign, you know, months and months and months in advance. In advance. So now we'll probably have like these advertising uh, campaigns in the can. What are they going to do with those? They're going to hold them, and they're probably going to start lobbying the government, saying that you're going to do damage here. And if they have to pitch them, then fine, they'll they'll find ways around that too, right? So they're still going to find a way to to get these things out. Um, but if it's a sunk cost that they can't recover, uh, then the easiest way is you just go lobby the government and say, "All right, we need to make that money back somewhere else." So you need to give on this if you're going to take on that. Interesting. Okay, so Gretzky's retired. When does he stop being a role model to kids? Because that—that I don't understand that. If the whole thing is about protecting kids, not people, underage kids, uh, we've got a problem because I don't think they're paying attention to Gretzky. He's an old dude. 
Yeah, and and the whole idea of what constitutes a role model, I mean, that goes back to even Charles Barkley saying, don't look at me as a role model for your kids, right? You be the role model. So, you know, his argument was always that parents should be their children's role models. So if you just put some regular schmo on the ad and say, all right, I'm going to advertise this, well, that's someone's uh, parent. So they're a role model. you got to get them off. Uh, It's ridiculous. It's the government just deciding that uh, somehow they need to try and regulate something because they feel that, uh, that's the solution to a problem. Once you legalize gambling, you've legalized gambling, and you better accept that there are social consequences with it, not trying to deal with this sort of micro-regulation. All right, look at Moshe. It's always great having you on the show. Thank you very much. Uh, you're a wealth of knowledge, and you always, you never fail to surprise me with the angle that you were going uh, in, because I, I actually expected you to go, this is a good thing, but I love that you've come along uh, and really looked at this, and uh, you know, you're you're just laying it out as it is. It's it's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult. Always, always a pleasure to come on with you. All right, have a great day. Moshe Lander okay. is a sports economist at Concordia University.